It's real. It's real. You know the deal. You know the deal. Hey, it's Shante. And I'm Natalie, and welcome to What's the Deal? A podcast powered by the Norfus Firm. At the Norfus Firm, we solve people problems. We work with employers all over the world on HR and DEI issues. Now you love, you know, we love some like real current talk topics. Wow, words jumbled, but yes, that's how much we love them. We can't get it, get it out. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, our content developer Julia yes. Hernandez sent us a really interesting article that I think sparked some also very interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, around concept of professionalism and being a professional. And you hear the sarcasm in how I'm saying those terms, because clearly there's a reason. So the article that we were uh, talking about is the fact that uh, Virgin Atlantic has changed its uh, flight attendant dress code to be gender neutral. Oh, that's So it's, cool. it's giving the flight attendants the choice in picking the type of uniform that works for them. Historically, women have needed to wear skirts and men trousers. And so uh, this shift in terms of um, focusing on... Uh, allowing people to have that choice, I think shows some, some, uh, evolution, but it brings us back to, uh, even this idea of professionalism. Right. And what does that even mean? What does the word mean? Well, we'd like to start, you know, you know, I love the dictionary. Um, and so when we look at this idea of professionalism, one definition that Merriam Webster has is the skill, good judgment, and polite behavior that is expected from a person who is trained to do a job well. It was kind of loaded. Skill, behavior. Good judgment. No. Skill, good judgment. Polite, polite behavior. behavior. Okay. That is expected from a person who is trained to do a job well. What, what, what's, clearly there's something that sits with us that's problematic. What's problematic about that for you? Well... It's, there's so many things. I mean, it's okay. The skill. Okay. That's good. Like we know what that is, right? Skill. Like you're either trained or you have the competency or whatever it is to do the job. Cool. We're good with that. Um, the judgment part it's, but it's, we're coming into it from our own experiences. So whose judgment is the right quote unquote, right judgment? Like what's that supposed to look like? And then the polite behavior Well, again, how do you define polite? What is that? Cause culturally people come from their countries of origin or wherever they come in their communities. And there may be a certain behavior that's acceptable there that may not translate in a certain environment. So what is polite? Someplace might not be polite someplace else. I just, I feel like it's still very subjective. And Stanford has done some work around this term and professionalism standards. And oftentimes to this point of like, well, what is, which definition of good are we working from for good judgment? Right. And what does polite behavior mean is often white centered Mm -hmm. or focused on a white dominant culture. Right. And so that ends up leaving behind a lot of people of color. Right. Because uh, just to this point around, well, if I come from a completely different country where um, it's it's important first that we actually heard this in a listening session that we did with managers in India, where it's like um, they they noted that they wish that Westerners understood that they said yes, even when they meant no. That might be very frustrating for someone in a Western culture that, well, why the heck would you say yes if you mean no? Because I think that yes is just an acknowledgement. It's not even a commitment. We take yes as a commitment. That's right. Actually. And so they, it's more of an acknowledgement of, I hear you. Yes. 
I, I hear what you're saying, but it's not saying I'm going to do that thing or I'm committed to whatever we're talking about. And so I've seen this a lot, particularly in my own career and in uh, internal investigations I do. So uh, in my own career, and I've, I've had, I have anecdotally probably spoken to more than about 20 different black women lawyers who've had similar experiences, we're often told we have an attitude mm. and you don't seem like you want to be here. And those comments tend to then tie to how someone views your professionalism or your ability to do the job, right? Because they view as you as having a quote attitude, right? And oftentimes when you dig into well, what is, what is, what is an attitude? What do you mean? What is an attitude? Right. Um, and so when you start to push people on like to define it, it gets a little murky, but it definitely boils down to, I didn't, I didn't like how it felt when right. you talked to I'm me a certain way, right? With how you're communicating with me. Yeah. Right now. You're, you're direct. You're not smiling. Right. All these things were um, you're like, but what does it have to do with my ability to do the job? And so, um, you know, I always and, I, and again, none of these things are one side or the other. But I think it's important um, to think about this because at the end of the day, we all are going to show up differently. And I think when you look at professionalism, we really want to be focused on the skill, the person's competency right. and what they're producing. Right. Now, we have an invisible guest here. This is our professional friend. This is our professional Ooh. friend. And it was like, we actually have been thinking about, I'm going to show it because it's actually really cute. And for those who are listening, it's a gray blazer and it has like these little uh, tufts on the, on, the, on the sleeves that make it like funky. So like when you're wearing it, it's not like a traditional blazer. And I, my son loves to go thrifting. Um, you know, to Goodwill and things like that. And so we were, we are at Goodwill and I'm like, oh, this, this blazer could be really cute for the podcast. And then I got it, got it cleaned. I put it on and I'm like, I hate I blazers. Hate this thing. Because it always brings me back to being confined into having, like when I started my career, like you have to wear a suit and I would bucket and wear like colorful suits. And it's like, that wasn't really acceptable. And it's like this, this idea of that chain of a, a feeling chained to a professionalism standard. Right. And so, you know, how do we, how do we address this? How do we think about this? And when we're talking about, cause again, we talk about a lot here. It's going to make people say, okay, now I got to worry about how people are dressed. And now I got to worry about these things. How is this practical for folks? Well, I think it gets, comes back to the skill. Like what is needed to do the job? That's it, guys. I mean, what? okay, so skills, competencies. What, what do I need to know in order to, to do my job and deliver whatever I'm supposed to deliver for the client or internally or externally? Cool. Um, and then we're talking also about behaviors. So what are the behaviors for that type of job, the profession, whatever it is, that, are, that, are, that make the job, the, that you can deliver the job that needs to be delivered? And tell people what they are. And tell people what, don't make it ambiguous. Don't make it um, fluid, too fluid, where folks don't really know and they can kind of really not do what you need them to do. Like you need to have a standard. We talk about this all the time. There needs to be a standard, but you need to be able to communicate that standard in a way that is, that allows for everyone to be able to participate. Exactly. Accessibility to that standard. Because at the end of the day, we've all worked with people who I think we could have exhibited behavior that we know is what we would all feel is inappropriate, cursing at someone, right. yelling at them, belittling them, calling them names, right? Um, those are the types of things that I think we could all agree is not acceptable in the workplace. But it's like sort of be explicit about it, 
right? We, yeah. we see a lot of, uh, of policies that say, you know, we, we, we're going to treat everyone with respect and dignity. What we're saying is like, let's go a little bit deeper and be clear about what that means so that people don't feel left out. Right. right. So that people don't feel confined so that people aren't, you know, like even when we think about the dress code thing, that people aren't being penalized for their natural body. There's a lot of these 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 posts that get out there where curvier women or plus size women are sort of penalized at a much heavier rate for the body they naturally have when it comes to how they come to work. Yeah, that was another article that Julia sent over to us where uniforms, I think it was an article about uniforms in schools, Mm -hmm. tend to penalize um, women or people of color and and bigger people like plus size women and 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 people of color and so it's very true as a bigger woman as a black woman it's like yeah i hated having to figure this out growing up it was like the worst experience ever trying to figure out clothes to go to school because especially when i grew up i'm not gonna age well i guess sure i'm 45 no problem <laughs> but growing up when i grew up that we didn't have the choices in the fashion and all those things so you're trying to conform into a very narrow view of what you're supposed to wear to school and we didn't even have the options for that so you're already coming in you're trying to compete academically or you know uh, with your talents and skills and all that and then you got to worry about okay I don't even fit because I'm bigger and I'm black and I also don't even fit because I don't fit my clothes or the clothes that they want me to wear it's like it's a lot right that you're asking people to negotiate and navigate to even just show up and do some work so I always say um our dress code is comfortably cute (laughs) Right. Right. It's PG business casual. Right. And the idea there is just to give that people that. Why is that important? Because we live in Miami (laughs) and they try. And we want to be clear. Everybody tries it. Stop (laughs) it. (laughs) Everybody tries it. So look, as we as we just sort of think through some of these things, um, again, just bringing awareness, especially to to our leaders out there. Uh, when you're talking about we want someone to be professional or have professionalism standards, really be thoughtful and clear about what that means. And make sure that when you develop those standards and you're being clear about what that means, that you're inviting folks into the room with, that have different voices and different perspectives. So it's not a homogenous view of what professionalism is. Yeah. Make sure you tie it to the job. Like what's really needed for this job? Not Make because sure of you your bias or your, because you have a preference or this and that. What is needed for the job? Yeah. Really and, and I think that's often the, the sort of way to close it out here is folks just want to do their job and they just want to know what's expected to be successful in that job and their employer's views. So tie it to the job. We'll see you again soon. We appreciate you as always. Yay.